The Future Lifestyle Pro Podcast. Hey, what's happening? Hope you're well. My name is Ashley Jeffers and I help people help people get more of what they want, whether that's time, money or anything else. Last week, we talked about ideas for progression for this year and beyond. If you missed it, check it out. I'll leave a link in the description. This week, we're going to talk about the next steps after you've got your idea. So if what you wanted to do was go down the network marketing route and it was with me, I'd just be like, don't even worry about investing your money. Let's just show the business and the services to your network. See what they think. If they think it's a good idea, then that might be an indication that you should do it. But if it was anything else, then I say that first of all, we need to double down on your idea. We need to be really specific about it. You know, there's no room for vagueness here. What exactly is it that you want to do? Then there's a few questions you need to ask yourself. Why exactly do you want to start a business? If your answer is because Ash Jeffers told me to, you need a better reason. What is the problem? that you're going to solve? Who's gonna be your target customer, your target market? How big's the market? Sometimes it's better to have 1% of a huge market than 30% of a small one. That's how people end up making a lot of money on places like eBay and Amazon. Obviously there's loads of people doing it, but if it's something that's popular, if you're just getting a little slice, you can make some decent money. Then you need to see if people are looking for what it is that you're wanting to do. And a good way to do this is using a free online tool. It's called Google Trends. Just go to trends.google.co.uk or .com if you're elsewhere. Type in a search term and it tells you how popular that search term is. And you can even compare it against a different search term. And I think it's really useful and it's one way to test your idea. Then you need to figure out what resources do you have? What people can you utilize? Which networks can you leverage? And what money do you have access to? What are your goals? What is it you actually want to achieve in your business? And outside of your business, what is it that you're hoping that your business will enable you to achieve in your personal life? An important one for me is, is your business scalable? And what I mean by that is, does your business have the capability to grow? Is there enough profit in it that you could afford to pay staff if and when you need to. Furthermore, are you so important to the operation that you couldn't just leave it to well-trained staff? Ultimately, if your business wouldn't be able to run, if you wasn't a part of it, then it's not a real business. You've just created a job for yourself, which is okay if that's what you want and if you enjoy it. It's just important to be aware of this beforehand. Also, if you do start growing and getting loads more customers, first of all, could you handle it? And can you provide the service to that many customers that you would have given the customers when you only had a few? Can systems be put in place to handle a lot of the heavy lifting for the business? Another thing to find out sooner rather than later is are there any regulations or licenses that apply to your industry? You know, certain industries you can't just jump into. Well, not legally anyways. If you're making alcohol or skin treatments or handling people's money, for example, it might be that the hoops that you need to jump through are just not worth it or you don't think that they are and you decide to change your idea. Another way to test your idea is to create a landing page for your product or service. This would be like a dummy ad 
that you could put out there to see if people would be interested in your idea before your idea even exists. Obviously, you don't want to upset anybody. So it's best that you make it clear that the launch of your product or service is pending. The page would just be explaining your product or service and, you know, as if it does exist and collecting details of potential customers who are interested. Obviously, not everybody who leaves their details will buy in the future. But it's an indication of whether or not your ID has got legs. Uh, if you need any help with how to do this, just drop me a message. It's quite simple and it can be done for free. Finally, if it's something that you can create a prototype or a basic version of for minimal costs, then get it in front of at least 50 people, preferably 50 of your target market, get feedback on it, tweak it as you go along. Eventually, you'll either have a masterpiece or you'll come to the conclusion that you should just do something else. That's all for this week. Hope you got value from this week's Ash Wednesday. If you did, just type value. Please share this with anyone you think might get value from it also. Next week, we're going to go back to basics. I'm talking assets and liabilities, so don't miss that. Enjoy the rest of the evening. Hashtag Ash Wednesdays. to see you it's really really good to see you i'm gonna give you everything i'm gonna give you everything i've got i'm gonna be literally space for you to be exactly who you want to be <sighs> said it's a fucking other mad sea monday whoa, whoa i wish it was sunday Fucking Sunday. Okay, guys. So, do you ever? Maybe, maybe this is just in my sphere of awareness, but you get a lot of. You've got to feel gratitude. You know, I just wish I, I wish I'd have felt a little bit more gratitude, and I might have felt a little bit more happy. And gratitude is the key to happiness, and gratitude this and that and all that bollocks, right? And it, it, it's a good thing. It's a, it is really the key to, well, one of the keys to feeling happy. But you just kind of get a bit sick of people saying it. And especially when it's so easy to to forget to do. It's so easy to sort of slip into, you know, sometimes feeling a bit sad and um, taking things for granted. You know, we've got all this stuff. Why is it that I still feel a little bit down sometimes and... Maybe a bit blue or whatever. Um, oh, I need this today, man. Bit of a South African. Um, but it's important, I think, that we understand 
first how we think and if we can understand how we think it makes things a lot easier it allows us to be a lot easier on ourselves um because the more you understand about yourself the more you're like oh fucking hell it's just that that's all it is it's just one of them things rather than making it all about you me 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 i'm just such i'm just such a I'm, maybe i'm just so miserable maybe i'm just pessimistic maybe i'm just that way out maybe it's all me 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 you think about it, it's all me and the truth is it's all all of us and the more you learn about yourself the more you realize that the more you can go easier on yourself because what how we think we're wired to think socially for for literally for millions of years we lived in bands of between 25 and 50 people um and we we've evolved to only be able to focus on and, and know well around 25 to 50 people a small small sort of foraging bands of people for millennia upon millennia um and it wasn't until we discovered farming and how to cultivate wheat and seeds that we started to have cities because it meant that rather than foraging and moving around to different parts you know different more fertile land near a river there and this forest there take some shelter in the winter over there we'd move around from month to month but when we started learning how to farm um then we could we, for the first time in history we could stay in the same place so when we when we when we could stay in the same place for a long time what that allowed us to do is start to live in much bigger bigger groups of people so we started to develop cities first cities being uh god well we can all we all know the egyptians but you know we we're talking a few thousand years ago and in the grand scheme of things sapiens me and you we're talking three million years of evolution minimum since we were a different species before this. So, so it, a few thousand years of living in cities, you can understand why our brains are always wired for this particular moment. Um, you know, we're living in metropolises, but we, we can't think about more than 20 people at once. We focus so much on the people near us and, and, and individuals rather than groups um, and it is a little bit of a thought experiment so think about this this is a little thought experiment they're doing psychology so imagine you're driving along in a car little kid uh, chases a ball out into the road now you have a choice to make do you hit the little kid or do you hit the group of people at the other side of the road you have a choice to make now that choice if you had to make that choice is a difficult choice to make but really, if you think about it, you need to be hitting the little kid because then you're saving more lives by not hitting the group, okay? So you literally, you're sacrificing one to save many. But we can only usually focus on one person and one, one individual and one name and one face at a time. This is how sapiens like us uh, are wired to think. It's totally normal. Um, another example, when if one of our close neighbours or friends kids really sick for example um <laughs> when when listen caroline just come on let me have my moment i'll i'll talk to you about it later on okay i'll i'll tell you about it all evening after i've finished on this uh this live with with everyone else um but if our neighbor's kid was ill 
and it'd consume all our thinking. We'd think about it a lot. We'd, we'd you know, we'd be upset for the person. We'd want to help them. You know, we, we see a face of a little kid who's ill. We, we really want to help that little kid. Meanwhile, advert comes on, you know, War Child or, or Red Cross, donate £10 and save 15 people's lives. But because they're in Sudan, we just turn TV over. Beep. You know, we're not interested in saving multiple people's lives. We're interested in individuals. We always think small and think about small amounts of people in one go. Um, so, so, so what's all this got to do with gratitude? Well, we only focus on, we've, we always focus on who we're associating with rather than ourselves and what we've got. We don't, we're not wired to think about everything we've got and all the abundant things that we've been given. We're wired to think about the people around us. Um, we're wired to want to look after them, but we're wired to want to think about whether they're going to do anything to us as well. You know, it's a, this is literally how we're wired. So, so it's normal to stop appreciating what you actually have because you're so focused on other people. It's normal. It's like a think of it like a bug in our system. Um, a little bit like we don't need our appendixes anymore. We don't have a use for our appendixes anymore. That's an ancient tool, uh, I believe, for filtering out. Oh, I can't remember why we use as appendix. There's a reason why we use as appendixes. We don't need them anymore because of the sanitation that goes into cleaning our food and sort prepping our food and all this stuff. Anyway, it's a bug in our system. Um, and there's a you know we we just we 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 literally just compare. We we always will and always have done compared billionaires. There's billionaires that are unhappy because. They don't feel like they've got a happy as, as happy a family or health as what they could have. They're genuinely unhappy people. They're billionaires. They can do whatever they want, but they're unhappy. There's millionaires that think that financially they're not they're not doing that well because the people that they're associating with are billionaires. You know, we all, all of us, fall into that trap. And the thing, the key thing for us all to remember to do is just accept that it's just a human. Trait, it's human nature and to not beat ourselves up about it you know that's all it is um there's a there's another another thing that we think about it's called the op the optimist uh, the optimist gap and when a lot a lot of in a lot of universities in the science and psychology departments they do a lot of testing on the students because they're a captive audience they can they can always they can always test uh, large amounts of people at university and the optimist gap is that as individuals, we always think that we're going to be okay. So if I was to ask you, you know, is your life going to be better in five years? Most people say, yeah, my life's going to be better in five years. But if you ask them, do you think that society is going to be better in five years? They say, no, 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 no. So we, we, we're wired to think that we're going to be, we're going to be okay. But, but typically things are looking pretty shit and, you know, we, we 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 look. We're always wanting to find what's wrong because it's a it's a it's a safety mechanism within our brain. Um, but it's important. So what we have to do to get around these things, or get around the optimist gap, get around the fact that we're wired to think about other people all the time and not ourselves, is start to try to make it a habit. So how do you make it a habit? You've just got to figure a way out of being intentional. How can I be intentional and, and practice gratitude? Um, intentionally um, from my own perspective so you know for example what I do is I write when I go for a shit in the morning 
I write things, th three things down that I'm grateful for. It could be anything. I could be grateful for some red wine. I could be grateful for my kids. I could be grateful for being able to breathe out of my lungs because I've got a healthy pair of lungs. There's, there's so many things, but it doesn't matter what you write. It's about writing those things and putting them down on paper. That's just what I do. Um, you know, there's another one, negative visualisation. Negative visualisation is like a stoicism practice. So you might think, man, how worse things could possibly be than this? You know, how bad could it be? If somebody took this wine away from me, I'd be well pissed off. I'd be fuming, but they aren't done and I've got it. So I'm fucking buzzing. You know, this is this is this is what negative visualization. It makes you instantly happier. We forget how far we've come. Humans, we we forget little things. We take the smallest things for granted. Just sitting in a car, just sitting in a car, the dials on the fucking dashboard. Not only has the car engine taken so much time and effort to get to the point where I can drive it from A to B to go see my grandma, to go see my brother, to go see my mum. All those things because of the engine, but there's the dials on the dashboard. Even the dials took a load of engineering. This glass, somebody had to figure this shit out. Somebody's had to make it. Somebody's had to painstakingly learn how to melt it and bend it and all this stuff. And I don't even realise all, all the work's gone into that. Just so I can, I can drink one glass of red wine on a sat on a Monday night. Um, little things, family dinners. We can eat a chicken. We can eat broccoli. We can eat vegetables from different countries we would never have had access to. There's so many things to be grateful for. And we just sometimes forget because we're so wired to focus on the people around us because we were evolved to be in small bands of people. We focused on the gap the optimism gap, how we think that we're going to be all right because we're quite selfish and arrogant, but we typically don't think anyone else will be because we don't have much faith in other people because just that's the way we're wired and that's fine. So if you ever beat yourself up about not be, not feeling as gracious for things and feeling a little bit blue, it's absolutely okay because it's human, it's normal. And you know what? We all feel that sometimes. So guys, thanks for watching. I love you and I'll see you later on. Bye.